You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, July 1st, 2007. Upcoming events. For those who have attended the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar, listen up. The annual alumni event is coming up on Friday, July 13th in Plano, Texas. Don't miss this opportunity to enhance your discovery of your life purpose. See the events page at strategieswork.com for details and registration. Are you hungry to know your life purpose? Or do you know someone who is searching to find meaning and purpose in life? Would you like to learn a biblical approach? Then attend the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. The next seminar will be held in Plano, Texas on Friday, August 17th, and in Seattle, Washington on Friday and Saturday, October 5th and 6th. Register today at strategieswork.com. The product of the month is Execute with Excellence Part 1. Is your organization struggling with poor performance? Execute with Excellence Part 1 is available as a downloadable audio product. Also downloadable are the notes and exercises. For more information, click on the Products button at strategieswork.com. Listen to a testimony from a businesswoman about the C4 principle and the Beyond Babel model teaching in Dr. Chester's book, Beyond Babel. Last week, my husband, who is also my business partner, and I met with some clients of ours that own a very successful hair salon. In the course of the conversation, they mentioned some hiring and staffing problems they were having. I have offered to work as a consultant for them, supporting them in hiring the right people and making sure they are in the right seat. I also recommended that the three partners who run the salon allow me to take them through the C4 principle. There has been some conflict and resentment among them, and I believe it's partly caused by each of them not being clear in this area. Thank you again for this fabulous tool. A whole new world has opened up not to only us, but also to those around us. I have been given fantastic feedback from the people that I have done C4 with. C4 is the most successful tool to use for screening candidates. Let the C4 principle and Beyond Babel model transform your organization. Order Beyond Babel in either book or ebook format on the Strategies at Work website, strategieswork.com. And now Dr. Chester brings us a message entitled, Oldest Company in the World Collapses. How would you like to have been part of a company that was in continuous operation for more than 14 centuries? Do you think that there might be some lessons to learn? Until last year, Congo Gumi was the oldest company in continuous operation. The company, a Japanese construction company, was formed in 578 and operated continuously until 2006, a run of 1,428 years. What philosophy enabled Congo Gumi to enjoy such a long-running operational success? The company cites three key principles. Number one, a stable industry and flexibility. The company was in the construction business. It built commercial buildings and Buddhist temples. Furthermore, when times were tough and there was a dearth of construction projects, for example, during World War II, it adapted to the war-driven economy by building caskets. The second principle was a management succession policy based on family leadership. It's been said that you can't buy loyalty. Congo Gumi is a wonderful illustration. In the 1400 years of its existence, the company had 40 CEOs, all of whom were related to the founding family. The average span under each leader was 35 years. 
Even when there was no qualified male heirs, the company's leadership was passed on to sons-in-law, who willingly took on the family name. And the leaders were not always males. The 38th leader was a female, but family name was not enough to qualify for leadership. The company was faithful to find the most qualified family member. They used a criterion that was based on health, responsibility, and talent for the job. This standard is similar to the biblical model that I teach called C4, which stands for calling, character, capability, and commissioning. And the third principle was a commitment to resist temporary enthusiasm, that is fads, that could lead to sacrificing financial stability. Congo Gumi always operated within its means and never chased fads, at least not until the last 20 years. It retained its identity as a construction company and stayed in its niche. So what caused the demise of Congo Gumi? Quite simply, the company violated its own operating philosophy. First of all, it chased a fad. It joined the real estate frenzy of the 80s in Japan, and as a result, it borrowed heavily to invest in real estate, and hence when the real estate market collapsed in the early 90s, the company was strapped with a large debt load that had nothing to do with its core business. Secondly, it failed to respond flexibly to changes in the construction market. Social changes, namely secularization, began to negatively impact the demand for new Buddhist temples in the late 90s. Congo Gumi was slow to rec recognize this trend and suffered significant operating losses associated with this dramatic slowing market. And third, the management succession plan failed. The 40th CEO demonstrated that he lacked the qualifications to run the company as his 39 predecessors had because he chased a fad. Then he failed to respond to changing market conditions quickly enough. As a result, in 2006, the company was no longer able to service its debt and its assets were sold. So what lessons can be learned? First, know your niche and stay in your niche. This is vitally important. At the same time, be flexible and adaptable to market conditions. This reflects the reality that God has created each person and every organization with intent and purpose. Therefore, the role of people and organizations is to discover and execute God's intent and purpose. When people and organizations line up with God's purpose, there is blessing. See Matthew 6.33. The second lesson is, a succession plan based on blood relationships is sound. God's covenant promises were conveyed through a family lineage. See Genesis 12. Business Week Online reported that companies who retained leaders from the founding family performed better than others. This was true for public and private companies regardless of industry and size. And the third lesson is resist the temptation to chase fads. Fads appeal to the greed and lust for money that is systemic in humans. Money, however, is never a good motivation to do anything. The Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. 1 Timothy 6 verse 10. Even secular articles note that those who attain financial wealth are not motivated by money. Rather, money is the byproduct of pursuing their passion. The philosophy of Congo Gumi was aligned with biblical principles, hence it was sound, and the company's demise was clearly due to violating its philosophy. But there is another question. How could a company that built Buddhist temples endure for 14 centuries? The only way that anyone has enduring success in business is by practicing biblical principles. 
Congo Gumi's philosophy was based on biblical principles as noted above, although the company may never have been consciously aware of that reality. Obedience to God's means and methods for running organizations brings true success. In the end, however, one of the major profit centers for the company was based on supporting idolatry by building Buddhist temples. And since God is a jealous God, which means he was not and is not pluralistic, it was just a matter of time before judgment was administered. In this case, he allowed Congo Gumi to last for 14 centuries, which seems like an inordinate period of time until we recall that to the Lord, a thousand years is but a day. See Psalm 90 verse 4. Hence, according to the divine clock, Congo Gumi did not even last a day and a half. No matter how long the Lord takes, judgment is the end of those who support and or worship idols. As a takeaway, consider this question. Does your company support anything that is inconsistent with the nature and purpose of God? If so, you can expect the judgment of God. Though he may be long-suffering, the end of every person and organization that is contrary to the nature and purpose of God will be judgment. A truly sobering thought.